Hey there, what's up everybody? This is Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival, and welcome to podcast episode number 288. Okay, so in part one of our three-part series on Appendix Concealed Carry, I went off on my own rant to dispel some of the myths and the trash talking that Appendix Carry has received in our industry. And then last week in part two of our series, I gave you my top ten reasons I love Appendix Concealed Carry for personal defense. Now hopefully I made a few believers of you out there about the benefits of carrying your concealed handgun in this position. And for those of you who have joined the Appendix Carry Club, we finished up our series this week with ten more tips, tricks, and tactics for making Appendix Carry work for you. Now it's all coming right up, but first, don't worry about taking notes because of course we've done all the heavy lifting for you with this week's free show notes, including a handy dandy one page cheat sheet of all 10 Appendix Carry hacks. All you have to do is head on over to www.mcsmagazine.com slash 288 and download it all absolutely free. And now, let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival magazine, and... Look, I've uh, I think I've made some uh, some inroads here with getting some people to really consider appendix carry for their personal defense concealed carry, and um, I, I really think the last two episodes have done a really good job about showing the pros and the cons because look, it really does come down to personal choice with everything, right? So I'm not saying that you need to do appendix carry, but there are some distinct advantages to it, but it also has to be done right. Now, in the first episode that we did, I went ahead and, and took some of the main reasons why people don't like appendix carry, that, and I showed why there's there's a lot of myths out there, and, and I don't think they're very valid reasons, but there are some good reasons that people might be worried about it, and that's why I went over some of those things, again, because I think there's some alternative arguments for them, and there's also some ways around them. Uh, that was in the last episode, and this week what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some more workarounds for why some people might not go with appendix carry, or maybe people have tried it and it didn't work for them, either because of comfort or placement or for tactical reasons. And I think that maybe at least one of the 10 that I'm going to go over to these 10 hacks today are going to help to bring you even further, even closer to being able to try appendix carry out and really make it work for you. Okay, so that's what this week is all about. These are for the believers out there or even the people who are on the fence that are that might have a specific reason why you haven't tried appendix carry for inside the waistband concealed carry yet. And I think that one of these is going to help you out a lot. For a lot of people, all 10 of these might actually work for you. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into these now. So number one is you want to make sure that you use a holster either specifically for appendix carry or with an adjustable cant. So what I mean by this is usually for people that are carrying their, their handgun on their hip, usually in the, if you look at your, like your, your waist as a clock, so 12 o'clock being straight in front of you, 6 o'clock being directly behind you in your back, most people are going to carry around the 3.30, 4 o'clock position on their right hip there. And most holsters are designed for that. And so they can't the grip of the handgun toward you and the muzzle of the gun back behind you. So that's there so that when you reach back, you, you can get a good solid grip on the gun. It's You don't have to reach further back because if the grip is if the whole gun is is up straight up and down you've got to you have to literally have to move your hand further back in order to grab your gun we want to decrease the amount of time it takes you to get to your gun we want to make sure that you have a secure grip on the gun before you draw it out of the holster 
and that helps with that forward cant of the of the grip of the gun. With an appendix carry, that does not work because if you have the gun right in front of you, either at the 12:30 or the one o'clock or the 1:30 position, and if it were a standard hip holster that you would normally carry in the 3:30 or 4:30 position, what you have to do is you actually have to incre- you have to increase the the uh, the shifting of your of your shoulders, so you have to kind of lift your your. I'm gonna I'm right-handed, so you have to lift your right shoulder up higher in order to get a secure grip on the gun because you actually have to grip past your center line in order to be able to get a solid grip that that follows the path line of the muzzle. So what I mean by that is in order to get that security secure grip, you don't want to grab it like at an angle where you don't have a secure grip on the gun. So you want to make sure that you are getting an, a, a, a holster that is designed to carry that pistol either straight up and down or with a reverse cant where now if I'm right-handed. So for me, the grip of the gun would be tilted slightly toward the right. The muzzle of the gun is pointing a little bit more to the left. So that allows me to not have to reach past my center line to be able to get a secure grip on the gun. It also does make it easier for you to be able to wear the gun because if it is up and if it's a, if it's at a, a, a cant that you normally have on your, on your hip, then what it's going to do, it's going to dig that muzzle inside of your groin area where your, your thigh, your upper thigh meets your groin. It can, it can kind of dig down inside of there. And it's, it's not as easy to conceal that way as well because the grip of the gun is now pointing straight up. And what you want is you want to make, you want to move that around so that it's either straight up and down. You want to move it to where it's comfortable. And the way that you do that is getting a holster specific for appendix carry or something that has a an adjustable cant or has a built-in reverse cant. So one of the holsters that I use is an Alien Gear holster. They're one of the few holster manufacturers out there that really specialize. They have a specialty holster for appendix carry. They're not the only ones out there, but I do like Alien Gear holsters. We'll go ahead and put a link to their holster on the blog where this podcast is going to be. All right, so number uh, tip number one there is to use a holster that is specifically designed for appendix carry or has an adjustable cant so you can reverse that cant there. All right, tip number one. Tip number two is to make sure that it is a Kydex holster. Now, the reason I say this, I know there's a lot of old school people out there that really like um, leather holsters. Leather is, is very comfortable. I, I have had a leather holster in the past. I prefer a Kydex holster, um, especially when it comes to appendix carry, because you're going to get a lot more manipulation of your holster in this location, because as you bend over, that holster is going to get more movement, as opposed to if it's back on your hip at the 334 o'clock position, that doesn't get a lot of bending. It doesn't get a lot of movement back there. It's pretty much just going to be left there straight up and down, because we typically don't bend over to the left and the right all that much. But we do a lot of bending over, crouching down, tying our shoes, and all of those with a leather uh, holster are going to, they're going to work away at it over time. And the negligent discharges that I've seen where it has been um, with a leather holster has come from excessive wear. Now, people like that it eventually, trans, you know, it kind of conforms to the to your holster. However, it can also conform inside of where the trigger guard is. And the more sweat um, that it gets, the more heat that it gets, the more bending it gets, it's going to conform more and more to that gun. And you don't want that to happen, especially in appendix carry if you're carrying around in the chamber. That leather can work its way into where the trigger guard is. And then when you bend over, maybe to tie your shoes or pick something up off the ground, 
that leather manipulation can, some in some cases, make that trigger pull back. Now, I'm not saying I've heard, I haven't heard any cases of this. However, with a Kydex holster, that is going to there's there's not going to be that that conformity over time. Elements are not going to make it like bend. Um, you want something that's going to be very very rigid that you're you don't have to worry about anything coming in in in, uh, in contact with the trigger inside of that trigger guard that could make it go off inside the holster because let's face it that thing is pointed around some very important parts of my anatomy I don't know about you but uh it's very very important to me so we don't want that gun going off all right okay that was tip number two tip number three is to use a real gun belt okay now preferably you do you are going to use a belt to carry your your firearm that has um, it's a very thick belt you want a thick leather belt or at least something that has like a, a spring steel core to it. So you don't have to have necessarily have to have a spring steel core on it if it's a thick leather belt. And I'm not talking about the kind you get down at Target or, or Walmart. I'm talking about one that you can actually get from a gun belt store or online. And the purpose of this is that when you are carrying appendix carry, in front of you is usually where you have the widest gap in your belt in, in your belt loops on your pants. So what that means is that you have more real estate up there that can go can, that can move up and down, that can sag down with the weight of the belt, I'm sorry, with the weight of the handgun or other gear that you may have on it. But more importantly, when you draw your weapon, you don't want your belt to come up with your holster. That just means you've got to draw that weapon up even further and in the adrenaline fury of a real gunfight, you might not be used to pulling it up that quickly and all of a sudden you can't get that gun out as quickly out of the holster or even it might even get tangled up there. Okay, So you want to make sure that you're using a good gun belt that's going to stay there and allow you to just draw that, that firearm out of there. Now I have a Bigfoot gun belt that I like. That's also from Alien Gear. They have their own line of gun belts also, so Bigfoot gun belts. Um, and so I, I really like this. It does have a, mine does have a steel core. They make the, the gun belts with and without a steel core. I like to have the, the additional rigidity of that steel core inside of the belt. All right. Um, so I recommend everybody, whether you do appendix carry or not, um, definitely you want to, you want to use a real gun belt for your belt. Okay. All right. Tip number four here is because the belt buckle of your belt is one of the things that is going to protrude out. It might, it, it's going to uh, make it harder to conceal any sort of firearm in an appendix carry. Um, that's one of the things I find, especially with Alien Gear holsters, is a little bit more because um, um, they have like the shape shifter uh, holsters that you can you can basically transform these different holsters for different types of carry. So you can use one holster it has additional accessories for it, and when you buy another holster, they they'll conform they'll you'll be able to like take them apart and put them all back together in different different configurations okay the one thing i don't like um about well i won't say i wouldn't like it about about the alien gear belt um one is that it does protrude a little bit further now i find that that happens if i have my gun belt uh, the buckle of the gun belt in the normal place that you would normally wear your gun belt buckle or your 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 belt buckle so what i recommend that you do is actually when you put your belt on is to go one space over. So one section between your belt loops over on the opposite side of where you're drawing from. Okay. So for me, I'm right-handed. So instead of me weaving my belt in, starting in the very front where my, like right above the zipper, I'm going to go over to the section to the left of that first 
uh, gun or I'm sorry, belt loop there. And so the belt buckle is going to be more around the, um, it's like around the 11 o'clock position there. Okay. So what that does is it doesn't, the belt buckle isn't protruding out and I have the advantage of the uh, increased conce concealment of carrying appendix carry there without the belt buckle protruding forward. Okay. So I do recommend you, to, you wear that. Go, go ahead and give that a try. I think you'll really like that. I think you'll find that you will be more concealed that way. And I think it'll work a lot better for you. All right. Another thing about concealability. So tip number five here is to consider a foam wedge to bring the grip of the gun closer to your body. So people that are worried, especially if you do have kind of a, a bigger gut and that handgun sticks out more because of the angle of your, of your lower abdomen, it might stick that, that, that gun out there a little bit more, which might work for you. Remember, you do have to get your hands on it, but you don't want to print the gun so that other people see that you are carrying a handgun there. So one of the things that you can do is to, to use a foam rubber wedge and you can buy these online. Um, and it basically is, it's just a small styrofoam wedge. And basically it just, all it does is it, it gives, it moves the muzzle of the weapon further away from your body. So that wedge goes down at the base of the holster. It moves the muzzle away from the body, which moves the grip into your body. So that can make it more concealable there as well. All right. Uh, tip number six is to consider going subcompact. Now, one of the reasons why I said I like appendix carry is that I can carry a bigger gun. Because it is more concealable than carrying it on my hip, I can carry a bigger gun and conceal that gun better. So that means that I can carry my Glock 19 perfectly concealed in the appendix carry position that I normally wouldn't do on my right hip. But I'm a taller guy. I'm 6'1 and shrinking, but I'm, uh, I used to be 6'2. I'm shrunk enough that I'm now calling myself 6'1. But I'm, so I'm taller. I have a larger frame. I can carry that, a Glock 19 quite easily that way. If you're a smaller person or if a larger gun is just too uncomfortable for you, I would consider going with a subcompact. So for me, it might be my Glock 26 I might carry there. Um, so you might want to carry something like that. All right. Uh, tip number seven is, is really, uh, so these last tips here are really for those people that still are on the, on the fence, are worried, are afraid of carrying concealed because the number one thing that everybody comes back with as far as why you don't want to do appendix carry is that you're going to shoot Captain Happy off. All right. Now I get it. That, that muzzle of that gun is pointed right at, right at that little bugger, but you, and you don't want to, you don't want to shoot it off. Um, however, there are workarounds for that. And I went over some of those in the last, the last episode, but these last ones here are going to give you some other options to be able to make this work for you. So number one is to go ahead and, and carry like Israeli carry where you, you don't have a round in the chamber. Um, that way when you, if you, your finger were to go on the trigger as you're pulling it out and the gun and you do, you would have a negligent discharge. If there's no round in there, you're not going to have a, negligent discharge. You're going to draw that gun up. You do have to rack the slide on it and in order to chamber that round and that's going to be out in front of you. So therefore no harm in shooting off Captain Happy. I don't recommend doing this because I'm not a fan of not carrying around in your chamber because in a real gunfight, you're not going to be thinking about it. And I mean, we've even see, seen Israeli soldiers that even though they've, they've trained over and over and over again to be able to rack that round as they're drawing that weapon and getting it on target. Um, in, 
in the adrenaline fury of a real gunfight, that is not probable that's going to happen or likely it's going to happen or at least at the very least it's a high possibility that that's not going to happen because your brain is going to be thinking like that no matter how much you've trained it okay so it's a possibility that's why i don't like to have to worry about that anyway especially if it's in close quarters you're grappling with somebody and you're down to one arm now you're left trying to to rack this weapon by putting it against somebody's hand, you got to do a one-hand rack. And that's not the ideal thing to do when you're grappling with somebody and they've got a knife or they're trying to pound your coconut in. All right, so I don't recommend this. However, you do have that option, if it, at least in the early stages there, as you're training, so that um, you don't have that round in that chamber. You can train it so you can keep your finger off the trigger because it really does come down to training. It really does just come down to training there. So you want to make sure that your finger is not going on that trigger until that until that firearm has cleared, that the, that path of the bullet has cleared where it's not going to shoot you in the leg or the groin. Okay, so that is one option there. That's uh, tip number seven. Tip number eight is, and again, we're still working in the you don't want to shoot Captain Happy off, is to consider a revolver. I am a fan of revolvers. I do carry a 357 revolver um, ankle carry. That is what I, I use as my as my backup gun, my get-off-me gun. And I'm a big fan. I have a Ruger LCR. That's what I carry on my on my ankle holster. However, if again, it is a safer option because you there's no one you don't have to worry about not having a a round in chamber because you can. The safety of the of the firearm is in that the trigger pull is a lot harder than it would be on a semi-automatic pistol. Well, that works out perfectly fine for appendix carry. Even if you do, you mistakenly had your finger on that trigger, it's a further pullback. You're most likely not going to be pulling the trigger when it's still, you know, just barely out of the holster there. Okay. So you do have that option though to go with a revolver. I know we've got some old school revolver guys out there and, and women, and I'm a big fan of, uh, of, of revolvers as well. Okay. You're, you are going to, of course, sacrifice the number of rounds that you have, but hey, I'd rather have the gun, be able to get a few rounds off there anyway. So, I'm still a big fan of revolvers. Now, if you if you don't want to go the revolver route and you're still worried about going ahead and getting, um, you know, making sure you do want a round in the chamber, um, you are worried about getting your finger on that that pistol trigger first, and you don't want to go with a revolver. There are other, are some other options. You can go with a double action only pistol. So with a double action only pistol, you are again going to have the 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 um, it's a harder trigger pull because it's going to have to cock that weapon and fire it at the same time. So there are some double action only pistols that are out there for concealed carry that can work very well. So CZ has one. They have a compact pistol. Beretta has um, the, the PX4 um, Storm, I think it is, is a compact pistol that's double action. So there are a lot of different ones out there, but you're, you would be looking for a double action only pistol. Right? So that is another option for you. And then finally here, another option for you to carry here is going with a minimalist approach with a Kydex trigger guard. Now, I've seen these from um, one of the companies I know of is clipdraw.com. They make that like um, basically they make clips for different handguns. So you don't actually use a, a holster that basically clips onto your belt. 
So that's all there is. There's no holster for you to, to try and draw the, the firearm out of. It just basically has a clip, almost like your, like a combat folder knife clips onto your pocket. It's the same sort of thing. So it just basically clips on your belt. You can put it anywhere you want. You can carry it on your hip. You can carry it appendix carry. It is a minimalist approach. However, again, you don't want, you, you want to make sure that your trigger your uh, your trigger guard is covered so that there are no accidental discharges either from clothing or just maneuvering your body whatever so the with its kydex trigger guard and clip draw has this as well because they because again with this with their clips it does open up the possibility for the negligent discharge the kydex trigger guard basically just clips around the the trigger guard itself so it just it just basically protects the trigger that's all that it does is attached to a nylon lanyard that you attach to your belt or your belt loop. And that way, when you do draw the weapon out, that trigger guard is going to stay on there for the length of that lanyard. So what that means is, is that that clip, that trigger guard, like your finger, your finger is not going to get inside of the trigger guard to where the trigger is negligently while it's still somewhat just being drawn out of your waistband it's not going to it's not going to go in there until that kydex trigger guard comes off and that trigger guard isn't going to come off until it, until that lanyard hits the exact distance that you have it set for so that it's cleared out of the waistband already all right so when that happens it yanks that that little clip off of the trigger guard now you can get your finger inside of it so it makes sure that it's going to be cleared before you can actually get your finger on the trigger all right so that is tip number 10 with a minimalist approach. Now, again, we're going to have some links for you here in the uh, the blog for some of the things that we've talked about today. So you can go ahead and try those out or check them out yourself. But I want to hear from you. We've done three episodes now from my rant in episode number one to my top 10 reasons why I love appendix carry in number two. And in this final series, in this final episode for the series, I went ahead and gave you some 10 tips that you would make this work for you even better. I want to hear from you now. Have we made a believer out of you? Have I not made a believer out of you? Are there still concerns that you have? Please go ahead and leave your comments and your questions over on the blog at moderncombatsrl.com where this episode is. I want to, I'm going to go ahead and read those. I'm going to, I will respond to everybody that I can. So please go ahead and go over there. I'd love to hear what you have to say about these three episodes. All right. And until our next Modern Combat and Serial broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. Modern Combat and Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.